Welcome back, everyone. This is Podcast Club. And we are so excited to be back here. First podcast of the season. First podcast! Woo! Let's go. Very exciting to be back. Um, get used to our voices. I'm Jill. Caroline. And I am Tommy. And we're just going to jump right in. Uh, today we're going to be talking about um, summer moments, like good summer moments yeah. that anyone has had. So, first of all, Artist of the Week, give a little shout out, local band, The Renegades. The Renegades are a group of Park Ridge, you know, young young, young men that <laughs> that create quality music. Grinders. They they have surpassed every single expectation that I had. Agreed. And uh, so name a few. Grayson Poindexter. Woo! Connor O'Shea. Woo! Austin Nelson. Woo! Charlie Zajac. Woo! And quote this kid <laughs> this kid Gabe. That, okay. So Gabe, shout out to you. Shout yeah. out to you, Gabe. Um, Gabe is talented. Mainly, they do covers. Um, if you ever been um, a concert too, they do a concert in the park kind of vibe on Friday, Saturday nights sometimes. Um, but mainly like garage, garage band type of stuff. Um, my favorite that they've done is "Yellow" by Coldplay. They, it's a great thing to do if you've got nothing to do on a Friday or Saturday night. It's or just, if you, or if you have everything to do, why wouldn't you go? That is your plan, actually. <laughs> yes, that's your plan. That is now. what you're doing on the Friday or Saturday. So big shout out to them. We're expecting a lot of uh, good concerts this this school year. All right, on to the movie of the week. This movie is called Run, and it's actually on Netflix, I believe. And it's about this teenage girl whose mom impairs her ability to walk and tricks her into taking these drugs, claiming that she needs them. And this girl later finds out that these pills her mom is giving her are prescribed to numb dogs' legs. Um, the girl then begins her journey to escape from this psycho mother. It's very good. I highly recommend it. Um, and then, yeah, uh, check that out. And the TV show of the week, Peaky Blinders. It's a cult classic. It's actually, it's amazing. My favorite show right now, I watch it this summer. Um, it's about post-World War II Britain. It takes place in like Birmingham. Um, and it's about this gang that's run by this man named Tommy Shelby. And he's a yeah, great name. Great name. And he's a he's, (laughs) and he is a um, like uh, he has a lot of medals from the war. He just came back from the war. Has a little bit of that PTSD. Um, And it's just about how he runs this gang that eventually um, grows into this huge empire. So really great show. If I could make a comment uh, about this show, it's that please do this gang. They they're well dressed. Uh, they are. They know how to dress, and I actually I've seen like a couple, you know, just stuff on the internet of people that were dressing like the Peaky Blinders, and their outfits are kind of blowing up. Uh, Do you guys want to make that our next Halloween costume or something? Down, or? down. We Tommy could. Little I'm generally a referee every year just because <laughs> I have that costume, but <laughs> hey, I'm open to new things. But yeah, so watch Peaky Blinders. It's great. Um, I think their last season is coming out beginning of next year. So. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've actually never seen it, so I can't really say anything about it. It's great. It's great. Carol, we'll give it a listen. I'll yeah. take your word for it. A listen. Mm-hmm. A, a watch. <laughs> uh, so now we're going to move on to the food of the week. Um, and shout out to Michael Gardner. Woo! Shout out you, Michael Gardner. The man. He he gave us this, this food of the week. He said that his favorite food was pizza, and I think that everybody likes pizza. Oh. Uh, specifically, he nominated Lou Malnati's oh, pizza, which so is good. it's solid. It's, it's, a, it's a good pizza. It's great pizza. I'm not going to say it's the best it's, pizza I've ever had. It's definitely not the best pizza. But you know what? It's we'll, the food actually, of the week. I actually have kind of a dark, quick story about Lou Malnati's. Um, a couple years ago, 
my we used to have this like kidnapper van like i'm not even kidding it was a kidnapper van can you attest to that joke it was a kidnapper yeah like i'm not kidding if you can if you can imagine that that's what it was but anyways my mom my siblings were driving to lumalnati's and they actually got uh totaled right in front of lumalnati's turning in on northwest highway and so the van that's the kind of r.i.p story of the van but i still love lumalnati's so (laughs) we we still love it thank you michael gardner for that wonderful suggestion yeah i personally i've been you know i've been given the privilege to have had the best pizza in the united states uh john's really? of Bleecker street in new york uh oh, and for I've those heard. for oh, those nice. of you for those of you barstool fans that <laughs> yes. is the highest rating that dave portnoy has ever given if there we you, go if you've not heard of barstool i recommend you check it out uh it's run by this man named dave portnoy he's a king He's he, coming on the pod next week. Stay tuned. <laughs> and he does, no pe- he does pizza reviews, uh, very specific pizza reviews, in fact. Uh, they're down to the 10th decimal place. So you really know, you know, you know. If it's where good or not. Yeah, exactly. And he has had a lot of pizza, so he knows he knows what he's doing with the ratings. And I, if you were ever in New York, John's of Bleecker Street is the place to go. I promise you it will be the best pizza you've ever had. All right. Thank you, Tommy. Um, all right, now for the Main South update. Football game Friday, first one's at Stevenson, seven thirty. Let's go. It's a whiteout. Whiteout. Make it spread make, the word. Make it known. Really, I didn't know that. It's a whiteout. Well, we decided. We decided today. Well, our uniforms are white, so that works out well. Yeah. There we go. Um, and then soccer game this Thursday, first varsity game that's home. Um, so everyone yeah, sh- show up there. Show up. Um, and then also just want to let everyone know the the commons. I'm sure if you've been in school, you know about it. If you haven't been in, in Maine South recently. It's a whole brand new building. The school looks fantastic. Yeah, it really does. It I, makes it way much better to go to school. I never, I never thought that I would see this much. I remember my mom telling me when this referendum was passed that I would really not be affected by it. But I guess that's a plus of us not being in school so much last year because we got sure. the chance to see it. It's wonderful. I love it. Yeah, same. Those TVs in the commons gonna be. That's so sick. Those like six TVs yeah. there. Gonna be yeah. show or I don't know. It's, four. But, um, it's gonna be showing some March Madness. I heard. Oh, really? When that comes around. Okay, that's that, that so, that's some good news. There's just, there's just a lot going on. I think it's I think it's exciting. I think everybody's excited for you know the school events. I'm I'm excited personally that you know the plan is to have everything go as normal. Yeah. This year, um, you know. Mask wearing, but it's yeah. Okay. Ho- hopefully we have, hopefully we have, you know, a homecoming dance and everything like that. I'm really looking forward to it, and you know, just come to this game, the game Friday against Stevenson. We got a great team this year, and we're, we're looking to, you know, take home a state championship. And I'm Let's very, go. oh, that's right. I'm very confident in our ability to do so. All right, heard it here first. Um, now, how to join the club? We want to talk about that really quick. Um, follow the Instagram lunchtable dot talk. It's a just just follow it there. We'll probably post the classroom code and like when we meet and stuff on Instagram. Um, or text and email one of us. We'll definitely get you in if you want to be in. Want to record some pods. Add us on Snap. Yeah. Yeah, add me on Snap. That, that would be okay too. <laughs> uh, we, the podcast club meetings are always really fun. Anybody who's been in the club knows that they love the meetings and you know, it's really, it truly is like a- The it, best club yeah, in the school. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a great club. We it's have, like no other. We have we we discuss you know what the topic of the podcast are going to be. You have the opportunity to be a guest host on the podcast. So joining the club is a lot of benefits, and it's just really fun. Yeah, it's great. Um, and think now we're going to get into our topic, which is summer memories. Yeah. So in honor of you know kicking off the school year, we thought it'd be great to reflect on some people's 
funny summer memories or just great summer memories. So we did reach out to um, a couple kids uh, here at Maine South. Um, the first person that we reached out to was Julia Beck. She's actually a part of the club. Shout out Julia. Woo! Yes, She's a great member of the club. Um, so she shared her story, and I'm going to read it off here now. So she says, over the summer, my sister and I would nanny these three little kids for a couple of hours a day. So no, so one day we went over to their house, and their neighbors, their neighbors came over to play. Um, not even a second into having a play date, these kids pull out Nerf guns, and not the small, quiet, don't really hurt a lot kind. No, no, no. These were the, the massive automatic rifle type of Nerf guns, and these kids are aggressive. They started screaming, running around, and shooting each other like they were in some kind of world war or something. As their fight got worse, they started climbing on me as well as shooting me in the face with these bullets, so there was some serious beef there. She took one, or I took one of the guns, unloaded it, of course, because I wasn't trying to get fired, and started chasing them around. I should probably say by now that the kids knew it was unloaded. When I say these kids screamed bloody murder, I mean it. I have never once heard kids scream so loud in my entire life. You would have thought I actually really hurt them or something. They started booking it. They ran all the way to the other kid's house and locked me out of this kid's house. So I'm standing there at this random kid's house trying to plead with these eight-year-olds to open the door. Not to mention one of the kids' moms is a police officer, so she was probably so suspicious on me of me that these kids locked me out of their home and were screaming running away of me from me. Definitely not one of my best moves. Wow, that sounds like a really interesting summer you had, Julia. I, I love hearing about babysitting <laughs> stories. Like they're just so sometimes cause I I've never babysat like really crazy kids. I only ever babysat like little babies or like you know, things that don't make noise. That just sounds like just a series of completely unfortunate. Yeah, just terrible. Just terrible. I you know babysitting is a great job so you got you get a lot of pay for mm -hmm. you know doing something that's you know parents do for free uh, <laughs> which shout you know, out all the parents yeah, shout out shout out all the parents we in the really world we really do appreciate yes, the parent parents in the world they're they're they truly are saints and we would be nowhere without them today it's it's great money but these these babysitters don't get paid enough for this let's be honest something like this you should get bonus yeah, so. yeah. a little bonus for that yeah, get a shot in the nice head. christmas bonus i hope you're getting paid enough julia yes we do um, on a Charlie Mygon story. Yeah, Charlie Mygon. Those of you who don't know him, great. Love you, Char. Great, energetic guy. You know, you see him in the hallway. You know, your day is automatically oh, yeah. better. Way better. Uh, the best outfits in the school, by the way. True. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so Charlie's story is that it was lacrosse summer practice the day after a big rainstorm, in which you know, for my note, you know, going in the grass, uh, practicing when it's wet, it's a rough practice. So the fields were super muddy and wet for Charlie's team. When they finished practice, Timmy Whitelaw and Nolan Hoffman started to wrestle. Uh, Timmy grappled Nolan's legs and dropped him right into a big mud puddle. Everybody was going nuts. I see this large water slash mud puddle that Nolan was sitting in. I rip off my helmet and started yelling and sprinting towards the puddle. I dive right into it and we made a mudslide out of it. Everybody was laughing and having a good time. Then out of nowhere, Jack McInerney, shout out to the man, he's the goalie, <laughs> starts screaming and dives straight into this gigantic mud puddle. And it seems like they had a good time. That sounds like a good time. Love it. I feel like when you make the most out of rain, rainy weather, you, oh, yeah. it can be fun. I think that's why I love rain so much because it's like you can, you can make it really fun. I'm yeah. Like, I, the problem is time. sometimes I wake up, I see rain, and I'm automatically in a bad, bad mood. mood. Yeah. <laughs> Char, if you have a video of this grapple, please feel free to show us. Love it. Love it. Okay, now on to Sid Pearl. Um, 
He, this is a David Dobrik story, so listen up. Uh, after the 4th of July, David Dobrik, for anyone that doesn't know, David Dobrik is a massive YouTuber. Um, but he came to see the mailboat, and Sid is, uh, during the summer, Sid was a mail runner for, I, I think, Lake Geneva? Yeah, I'm, Lake, Lake Geneva has an interesting system there. They go, they have a boat that delivers mail to the docks of the people that live on Lake Geneva, and the mailman, who, which the position that Sid has, they have to run off the boat, put it in the mailbox, and run back on. And a lot of times, these people fall off. And the boat does not stop. Boat does not stop. They fall off. And the boat the boat would come back to get them, but they're sitting in the water for a good, good amount of time. So basically, David Dobrik, on 4th of July, uh, or after the 4th of July, came to see the mailboat. And somehow, Sid said, he ended up working that day. He said this guy named Thomas Peck was a connector, and that's how David ended up coming. He literally flew out, flew in to see this, like see Sid do this, and then flew up the same day. Um, he said he was a pretty chill guy, shorter than he imagined. <laughs> um, didn't get that much time to talk to him because he was getting kicked off the boat when Sid got back. Um, he said he let him do, or Sid uh, let him do one newspaper handoff, and there were about 100 people gathered in the area waiting to greet him as he got off the boat. And world, word spread pretty rapidly rapidly that he was there so. seems like a pretty cool story yeah it's a pretty great job if, if you know yeah I say so it's a pretty so. fun summer job very yeah. very original new love it yeah i um personally this is my gotta be top five of my biggest flexes of all time okay. uh i was in i was in los angeles uh i believe that it was the summer going into eighth grade right after school ended for seventh grade it was memorial day weekend and my parents took us to a restaurant called Dantana's, and Mark Wahlberg walked in to pick up food. Be quiet! Oh yes. my gosh! Yes, that was that was. He's the man. That was my favorite favorite celebrity moment that I had. I never had one a celebrity moment. That's insane. I, I haven't had one like so, like where you just walk in and see someone like famous somewhere really. Yeah. Oh, so you? But, it was planned that you wanted yeah, to see when somebody. I see famous people. It's Isn't yeah. Bill Barks? Bill Barker? Yeah, just a little bit. He's a, he's a. <laughs> He's, he gets around. He gets around <laughs> with, the, with the with the famous people. All right. Yeah. Now, next up, we got a story from Declan Plus, and so I'm going to start off with this one right here. He says, "All right, so me and Grayson Poindexter, I believe that they're in a camper right now at Country Thunder, to my understanding. But he says, so me and Grayson Poindexter are sleeping in the same bed, and we wake up to a loud alarm." So we look around for 20 minutes looking where this alarm is and where it's coming from, and we figured out that it's a carbon monoxide alarm. That's no good. He says, so me, Jack, um, I'm assuming Jack Boconis, um, me, Jack, and Grayson go out of the camper, and we're like, oh, we forgot about Tommy Rutherford. So I run back in, and I'm freaking out because there's actually a carbon monoxide alarm going off in the camper. Like, we could die, maybe. <laughs> so I go back, and I try and wake up Tommy by slapping him and shaking him, and he wouldn't wake up. So I took off his blanket, and that's what got him to wake up. And I'm like, Tommy, we got to get out of here. There's a carbon monoxide. There's carbon monoxide in here. And he goes, first of all, never steal a man's blanket. Second of all, carbon dioxide is fine. <laughs> and I'm like, no, carbon monoxide. And... By then, he already fell back asleep. So the boys um, took turns trying to go wake him up, and we couldn't. So we were like, okay, whatever. Oh, that's kind of dirty. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and during this time period, me, Jack, and Grayson were all freaking out. 
And then me and Grayson walk over to Mr. Rutherford's camper, which is Tommy's dad, and we knock on the door for five minutes before someone answers the door. Long story short, Mr. Rutherford comes over and looks at it and says it happens all the time. It's fine. Just shut it off. And he hits a button right on the alarm and turns it off. And we just didn't see it. <laughs> that's a really funny one. That's a good, that's a good story. It's a good quote from Tommy, you know. Um, never steal a man's blanket. <laughs> Classic. Yeah, that, that's Tommy Rutherford. Yeah, that that quote. That quote the, like, go down. Sums him up. <laughs> yeah, that, that's a Tommy move. Typical Tommy move. Um, okay, now I have one from Pola Deliva. Mias um, Nato and Rachel Houck. Pola said, we were driving back from getting ice cream, and people had driven in multiple cars. Like, there were multiple people there. And she said it was Rachel, Mia A, and I in the car. Mia A was driving. And she said we thought someone we knew was driving behind us. So Mia A cuts them off, which, you know, if you know anything about Mia Asinato, that is something she will do to you. Um, she said we pull up next to them at the red light, uh, and our windows are down, and we realized it wasn't someone we knew. So we apologized and laughed it off. And it was, like, some other, like, young kid, so it wasn't a big deal. And then the light turns green. We keep on driving, windows down. And we realize the same car zooms past us. And the next thing we know, a plastic container full of ranch <laughs> flies into the car, hits Mia in the face, <laughs> and explodes all over the inside of the car. And yeah, they had Mia was not too happy about that, but I guess that's what she gets. Wow. Or, okay. <laughs> so, yeah. Seems like Mia has a sort of a reputation for mistaking people in cars because <laughs> actually last night, uh, so less than 24 hours ago, uh, I was with Alan, uh, Alan Bielski, for those of you who don't know him, great guy. Uh, we were we were getting food, and he walks into the restaurant, you know, he's getting our food for us. And so he sees uh, Mia Asinato and Mia Garecki in there. He tells them that uh, I was waiting outside to the side of the restaurant. What he failed to tell them was that my brother was with us. <laughs> so, Danny Lacasio, shout Danny out. Danny Lacasio. He has been on the pod before, just so, just so everybody's clear about that. But so she, Mia A... Uh, runs out, um, and I see her coming. My brother's on his phone. He doesn't see her coming, and she starts banging on the window where Danny's sitting. The driver's and he, side. And he was so confused. He had no idea what was going on. She, And then as soon as he turns, he, she was like, oh, my God. <laughs> she, she was very embarrassed, but I thought I thought it was pretty funny. It's a good story. Um, next is Will Furman's story. Uh, Will Furman, great guy. Love him. Shout out, Will. He's in my unit for CT. Best oh, best unit yeah. unit six yes sir I I disagree with that that's that's a different that's story for another time uh, so Will Furman uh, went to go see Free Guy which uh, to my knowledge is a movie new new Ryan Reynolds movie I think oh good yeah. and so he got popcorn and he sat down and he watched the movie <laughs> um, that that's not the story that's not the part of the story that's interesting but he realized after the movie that Billy Eilish's brother was sitting two rows in front of him the entire time and it was just like it's. Okay, so basically, the reason why Billie Eilish's brother is around, if anyone doesn't know, is because his girlfriend, Claudia, went to Maine South. She's a Maine South alum. Oh. Um, she was She's like a famous YouTuber, um, started YouTube in, I think, high school, and that's how, I guess, they met. Um, but yeah, it's just a funny story, you know, like, knowing that this, like, this huge pop star, her brother... Um, was in Park Ridge. Yeah. Firms are just sitting behind him, <laughs> casually. There you go. He was he was staying humble, you know. Yeah. He, didn't, he didn't want to bother the celebrity. No, no. It's, just, it's small world yeah. that we small, live in. Small world. Yeah. Uh, so moving on, we got uh, actually Alan Bielski with his his summer moment, and so he was he was on a trip this summer uh, to Florida, and he drove, uh, which. 
I have I have done that drive before and it is a brutal drive. I honestly Florida? yes, oh, I would I never never want to do that ever again. But he was he stopped in Nashville uh, primarily because they wanted to try a chicken sandwich that I <laughs> recommended to them. So they decided Wait, from from where from Nashville. Yeah, from, from where? Oh, it's called know. Hattie B's. Okay. It's Tommy, in, with all these, these are outrageous uh, food recommendations. Yeah, it's it's an eleven out of ten. Okay. Anybody who oh, goes anybody who goes to Nashville, I promise you, if you go to Hattie B's, it will be the best chicken sandwich Wait, that you've ever had. Portland rated an eleven out of ten. Yes. Oh, we'll okay. have to give it a give it a. Yeah, right. we can drive down it? there. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Drive down there. We'll see how that works. But so they were they were in Nashville, uh, and so they were they were kind of exploring. And for those of you that don't know uh, or have never been in Nashville, it's absolutely nuts. There's oh, it's awesome. people. Everywhere on the streets, just, you know, everybody's having a good time. And it's down Broadway, there's the Nashville Predator Stadium. Then there's basically just a bunch of restaurants and, like, bars and places for people to go have a good time. And then there's uh, the Nash- the Tennessee Titans Stadium. Wow. And so they the, these guys, they were exploring around Nashville. They were, they've never been there before, so they were trying to look. And they got into the Ten- Tennessee Titans Stadium. Oh my gosh, that is insane! Yeah, not so the team. Crazy. The team was not there, so it's like it's kind of like a moment. Wait, the team wasn't there? No, so oh it, was, it was kind of like it was like a it was like a moment where you know Tennessee Titans Stadium, no Tennessee Titans. Right. So <laughs> they w- should have posted it on Instagram and had that be the caption. Yeah, <laughs> they could have done that, but no, that's that. that's very cool. I, I wish that I that's was awesome. able to do that. Yeah, that's that amazing. Really funny. Um, I'm actually gonna share one from you know my summer. Uh, this happened, I think, middle of, or end of June, I think. Uh, we So I'm on the basketball team, and we do a little league at Maine West, and it's, you know, all the sophomore juniors and seniors that are playing there. And so this was our last game, and we ended with a win and everything. And our coach, Pager, was like, guys, I want to treat you to ice cream. Like, let's go get ice cream. We're like, okay. And so we're looking for places, and we're like, let's just go to McDonald's or whatever because it was closer. Uh, it was closest to where we were. And so we all drove to McDonald's and we were there and we all walk up and it's locked because for some reason, this was like middle of day too. They were closed or couldn't go inside or something. And no one wanted to drive anywhere else. So there's about 30 of us girls and we decide to all walk through the drive-thru together because Coach Pager said that she was going to pay for all of us. So if you could imagine, there's about 30 girls all in this drive-thru, all walking out <laughs> to the thing, ordering ice cream, and it came out to be like $100, but it was just funny because cars were all behind us while there's literally all these teenage girls after a basketball game just trying to get ice cream in a drive-thru, so that was a pretty funny moment. I love that story. I saw the, I saw the pictures from that, and that was like, I love seeing the pictures. It's like, such a good team bonding moment. we just moment. ate it like in the parking lot, standing there. <laughs> So casual. I actually have a funny story that's kind of similar to that. But so my my brother Danny and I visited my brother, my oldest brother Matt at Notre Dame because mm-hmm. he, he attended school there. And so he, uh, you know, he's familiar with the town there. And I'd, I'd hope so. Yeah, yes, yes. Uh, we were, this was after a football game. So it was pretty late. It was a night football game. Uh, we had already gone back to his dorm. It was probably about 1230 and so we decided to walk to downtown South Bend to find food. And the only thing that was open was Taco Bell. We got there <laughs> at, at 12.58. And uh, the, the restaurant had been closed, but the drive-thru, it was open. Okay. And so we walk through the drive-thru. We walk. <laughs> and there's a worker in the window. And 
my brother Danny walks up to it and he's like, he's like, hey, like, can we order? And then the worker says, no, <laughs> no, we're closed. And so Danny holds up his phone to the window with the time <laughs> saying, saying that they must serve us because it's not actually technically closed. And so they ended up not serving us. Oh, but, but, but it is what it is. You tried. Yeah. That's, that's a good one. Can't blame a guy for trying. No. Taco Bell's like really gross. Have you seen that thing where it says like, all their items are called like the beefy whatever because it's technically like not enough there's technically not enough beef in it to be called like beef by like whatever Shut company up. yeah have you wow. not seen that because there's like not enough in it i think it's like less than i'm trying to remember the percentage. stats but let me look it up right now that, that, that's, that's, that's kind of messed that's, up that's that <laughs> gross I, I don't know that i'll be going to taco bell anytime i'm soon. not a frequenter i'm gonna be honest. oh no absolutely <laughs> not i'm not like that but i am a frequent chick-fil-a guy I'm there. Yeah, easily I, once I a week. I know that. You easily once a week. Sometimes you ask to go to uh, Chick Fil A. Well, I, I guy needs a Chick Fil A. That's that's all I'm saying. You know what? I can't find it. So maybe we'll bring it up on the next pod. <laughs> I'm a. I'm. I don't, I'm not really a big fan of chicken. So oh, okay. okay. So what's your uh, preferred choice of meat? I, I like salmon. Oh. <laughs> good. Good. Uh, that's really good for you. Good. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. It's that's brain food. Pretty good food. Um, okay, last one. We got one from Katie Esco. Shout out, Katie. Shout out, Katie. She said, Shout out, Katie. She said, <laughs> I'd say one of the funniest moments from the summer would be UDA camp with my teammates. Um, at UDA camp, you just dance all day. For anyone that doesn't know, Katie is a hawk at. She in, is. In, in, yeah, she's a hawk at. Um, Probably in better shape than all of you. <laughs> <laughs> she said, on your feet all day. Um, you have to retain a lot of choreography on top of maintaining your f- mental and physical well-being. She said it's not unlikely that you will reach your breaking point. Um, by the second day, we had a scheduled time to practice. She said by the time we met together, a few girls' tears started flowing. Oh. I wonder how many girls it actually was. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the Probably word... Probably more than a few. Yeah, I'm, I don't know if the word few is actually accurate. <laughs> she, said by the, uh, she said you lock eye contact with that one girl that was crying, and before you know it, you were sobbing too. Now, I know this may not sound funny. What's funny about a bunch of teenage girls crying in a circle? But that is just the aesthetic of UDA camp. Leave it up to us to cry in a circle while all the other teams around us are practicing. That just sounds like that's it a, sucks. That's a, that just sounds like a hot gut moment, you know? Yeah. Like, sometimes you got to have those moments to keep going, you know? Frustrating. I get it. I get it. I get it a lot. They, they, get, they have a national championship to win. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's hard work. There's a lot on the line. There truly is. We love them. We love them, though. You love them. Uh, so if if I could, I'm going to share you know one of one of my one of my best summer moments. And actually, so I was in Washington D.C. Uh, before for what? Uh, I was there for a summer program mm. uh, that was uh, medicine and healthcare. As uh, you should. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. And so we were sending videos during it. You were you were sending videos during it. And so I was basically just walking up and down the streets of Georgetown. We had time off. Uh, and I look across the street, and I am like, no, that can't be. But yes, it was Chris Harris. Oh, my God. <laughs> he, he was. No way. That is the was, most random I thing. I was to say Chris Stapleton at first. I was like, what? I thought he was like Joe Biden. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that too. Like, no, it was random person. Shout out Chris. It, it was Chris though. He was in Washington D.C. and I was happy to see him. I did not think that it would be him, but it ended up being him. So that was sorry about that. The laptop's going off. But so Christo asking. But so I've actually had a lot of small world stories like that, where especially in D.C. too. I remember actually for Constitution team, uh, 
back in, I believe I was going into freshman year, but it was, I had ended school, but Maine South hadn't yet. So we were in Washington, D.C., and, and St. Paul of the Cross was there, too, for their school trip. I was there for my brother's constitution team competition. Oh, my god! And so my family was touring uh, the the monuments, and we were at the FDR monument. I see Connor Wolf, and I knew oh he was gosh. in Washington, D.C., but he didn't know I was there. So I go behind him. I tap him. I'm like, hey, Connor, what's going on, man? And he turns around. He is just shocked. shocked. Absolutely so shocked. Weird. so funny. It's like the weirdest moments. I feel like I have too many small stories. I think we stories. need to get to the bottom of why Krista was there. Yeah. So oh, he was visiting Georgetown. Oh, just, oh my god. I talked to him for a little bit. We love you, Krista. Get on the pod, Krista. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was really cool. I I that was that was probably one of the cool summer moments that I had. Uh, <laughs> but it was I, I I think we all had a good summer. I had a great yeah, summer. You know, sure. summer going to senior year. It's a little it's a little like bittersweet. But uh-huh. you know, it, it was a good sure. one. It was yeah, absolutely. Good one. I mean, by by if you guys think about it, by next year we'll know where we're going to college. We'll probably be there by now. Nope. Yeah, right now. Yeah, but right now we'll probably be at the place that we're going to spend for the next four years, which is just absolutely crazy to think about. Yeah. Just and gotta live in the moment. We have a great year ahead of us. Yes, yes we do. A lot so of much to look forward to. Great events. A lot, lot of, of podcasts. A lot of podcasts. <laughs> Too many podcasts. Very good. Join the of club podcasts. if you want to guest host one day. Yes, text us, email us. Um, Jillian Kepke. This is for what? Caroline Barker. Um, oh, yeah, my name. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I'm Caroline Barker. And, and I am Tommy Lacasio. And you can feel free to email me whenever you want. Yeah. I will get back to you within 24 hours. <laughs> Um, so yeah, join the join the club. I hope you guys all enjoyed listening, um, and we will see you or you'll hear us next week. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll be hope coming. To see you guys in the hallways. Yeah, we'll we'll be coming back with a lot more podcasts. So make sure you guys tune in uh, and join the club if you guys got have ideas. We know we have some that we oh, think we you guys will so like a lot. Many. Yeah. So you know we're glad that you guys are listening. Thank you. Cheers. You know, go Hawks. Let's go Hawks. <laughs> Get this year started. Let's yeah. go. Woo! Go Hawks. <laughs> <laughs>